And we're back, Z. Aren't we? We're yeah. back? Yeah, back where it all began. Oh my God, it feels ages ago yes, that we were in here last that, time. That was Startup Bromley Buzz podcast, uh, but it was actually at Startup Bromley in the library. It was, wasn't it? Uh, which is a facility that um, startup businesses can use free of charge for various mm-hmm. things, not including great internet today, I'm yeah, sad to say. And <laughs> <laughs> um, let's not even get started on lack of toilets. But it is a very nice space. You can meet here, you can come in, uh, and, um, you know, it's just great that it is And there's lots, yeah, it's the library, so if you need to go and do some research, you can always pop out and do some research. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. And in the last few days, they've also opened up uh, one at Bean Hill uh, to add to one at Orpington mm. that's already there too. Anyway, we've forgotten to introduce ourselves, and that's we have. my fault. As usual. And you are. Darren Let's go Wheel. the other way, Darren. Darren Wheel. Wheel of Intune PR. And you are. Zenat Narani of Vida de la Mariposa Coaching. Excellent. Well, uh, now we're all sitting comfortably. Uh, let me see. Um, yes, we're on Channel Radio as well. I thought I mentioned that. 10 a.m. on Mondays. And uh, what we normally do is go into um, our buzz of the week uh, fairly early on in the show. But actually, there's a little buzz that's related to um, being in Startup Bromley today as well. Because as I'll say later on, I went to a cultural event in Bromley. Yes, there is culture in Bromley, plenty of it. Oh, uh, yes, absolutely. Loads uh, of it. And one of the things I saw there was the Magpie Dance Company. Uh, and their motto is Empowering People with Learning Disabilities. Um, www.magpiedance.org. How amazing. I've heard a lot about them. They're supposed to be fantastic, the opportunities they give. Well, well there are a lot of um, people in this green space uh, dancing and uh, showcasing themselves mm-hmm. perfectly in public uh, at the weekend, and they are having a good time, and it's really lovely to see that. Yeah. So that, that was a, a, an intro buzz before I even intended to uh, do one. It is. I mean, gosh, it says here it's the UK's leading dance charity for people. Yeah, and may I also add, because um, uh, we're in the workspace here, uh, so too are two of the people from the company um, around a little few feet away from us, Ayana and Florence. Give them a little shout out. Oh, lovely. Yeah, see what I did there. My voice is croaky today, by the way. I, oh, I don't know. Really we, we, we buzzed sexy. about. <laughs> Hardly. Uh, we, we buzzed about uh, Strictly Come Dancing last week. We did. So now I'm sounding like Kermit. It's probably appropriate because, of course, you <laughs> had Kermit and Miss Piggy dancing in it. Um, but another great show at the weekend, some it really high-quality stuff. I mean, the costumes were amazing because they did movie night. Mm. And uh, I think one of my favourites was the Avatar. Well, that and very hunky swimming man. And yes, Peter. of course he is hunky, but uh, I like the costume. The costume was very nice. The makeup. Well, you know, I'm all about makeup and hair as well. Mm-hmm. I do love that. And coming from the show, um, show business background as well. But you look, I've got a bit of a croaky voice. But then I always have a croaky voice. You're just jealous, so you want a croaky voice because I've got a croaky voice. Well, no, we'll just start the introductions again. This is the Bromley Buzz presented by Kermit and Kermit today. LAUGHTER <laughs> uh, Anyway, another word out for uh, Rose, the deaf um, uh, amateur dancer. Uh, she and her partner were absolutely oh, yes. awesome. Again. So beautiful. Mm. Uh, you know, and that's not an easy um, um, dance. dance to do. Was it the Charleston they had It this was, week? yeah, but the feeling, the rhythm and all of that, it's, you know, because she's got to feel the vibrations as well. Yes, we were, were talking so. about whether she was wearing very long boots because then the boots would help carry the vibration mm. up her, her ankles yeah. rather than like stilettos or whatever. But uh, you know what, where you put um, passion and dedication into something, you can always achieve something um, well, that's positive about that. And 
seeing her on the dance floor uh, reminded me of uh, when I was in the um, skating business and I was in a show and uh, working in um, the um, show in Spain in Madrid, Casa Malia, Castilla, and the dancers there, the Spanish dancers, their choreographer, he was deaf. And he went all by vibrations. He had this special gadget that gave him extra vibrations. And with the tapping of the flamenco, that's how he got his vibrations. And then that's how he taught his dancers. It was incredible. Sorry, I've gone off on a tangent, but it was just no, beautiful. No, that, that, it's absolutely not. beautiful. And that's how, and he was a choreographer. Well, we started off talking about magpie and learning with disabilities. Mm. One of the greater things is being able to prosper, to lead things, to teach with disabilities, mm. which is where you've taken that, which is brilliant. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, uh, on to T-shirts. Uh, your, your first buzz of the week. My T-shirts, yes. Well, I, you know, I received a package this week, and in that package, I was like, oh, it's all soft, and I couldn't wait to open it. I was thinking, well, I didn't order anything from the catalogue. Um, and I was like, oh, I wonder what this is. I opened it up, and it was a lovely T-shirt given to me um, by Steve Nash, who is one of the lead singers from Anabolic Steroids, who was at the Priory Live Music Festival in Orpington this year on the 7th of August. And I was, um, in, well, I emceed for them on stage mm -hmm. and I interviewed him. So as a thank you, he sent me a T-shirt and for playing his interview on my radio show, The Mindset Matters. So that was really lovely. What a lovely gesture. Well done, that band. And uh, yeah, you've been doing okay for T-shirts. Yeah. The Wayfest one, when you yeah, were the interviewing one. the people there as well. Yes. So, so right. thank you, Steve Nash from Anabolic Steroids. Uh, okay, I have a buzz, which was going to the Bromley High Street Cultural Activities Day on Saturday. And uh, it was a sunny day, that was a good start. It was gorgeous. Uh, there were lots and lots of uh, people there. Uh, there were flyers from the Bromley Little Theatre. Uh, flyers? There was people and flyers from the <laughs> Bromley Little Theatre. Yeah, flyers were from them plus... There was lots of people flying, you mean? Yeah, yeah. There, there was... Um, How many espresso martinis had you had by then? Uh, zero, and zero this morning, I might add, as well. Just because GPO Orpington uh, keeps having me have these. Um, yeah, there were the South London Singers, um, the Art Society Bromley, and so on. And we'll cover some interviews from these people later on in the show. Um, which, But it, it was just lovely. It was really, really busy. You know, mm. it definitely buzzed mm. there. Yeah, exactly. This is Thank what you. we want. Yeah. Um, on to your next buzz. Scene. My next buzz. Oh, I've added another buzz onto my buzz, by the way. Oh. I thought of another buzz, but uh, we'll get to that one. Okay. So my next buzz is that um, Mickey Barkley rang me the other day and asked if I would like to do the next Priory Live Music Festival of 2022 on the 6th of August. So you'll be back on stage again? I'll be back on stage. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> Buzzing. I, I referred to you in the podcast episode where you talked about that before as the girl in the green hat. Uh, any idea on your headgear for next year? Oh, I've got a year to find out. Yeah, maybe you can get a band to give you a hat as well. Yeah, good idea. Mm. Mind you, Shown, um, Hometown Show had hats. So did Na two weeks in Nashville, maybe I can get them to send me a hat. Right, well, what was your buzz? My buzz next Your other buzz. Is, I went to a meeting about culture in Bromley last week. And uh, just a shout out for Sarah and Jess from the council, because they were involved in this. Mm -hmm. But there were various arts bodies. And it was just lovely to be reminded about the fact that there is such a, a breadth of culture in Bromley. And it, 
part of the purpose of doing this show in any case is to talk about, about it, it. Mm. so we will carry on doing this and hopefully things will result from that and other related meetings and it's very easy to think that the council doesn't do much apart from uh, you know, deal with the bins and the street lights and so on <laughs> there's always a lot of other stuff going on it's just like the tip of the iceberg you don't always see it absolutely i love that scenario looking at the iceberg i'd like to introduce a, a little bit of um uh, off-the-cuff interview that came from that and this is a new sh slot for the show starting today uh, the best kept secret slot mm. it probably has a number of best kept secrets there's a um, lot of secrets within Bromley yeah, the, the quality of the and G hidden GPOs. caves yeah um no, Chiselhurst Caves, isn't Chiselhurst it? Caves, yeah, yes. indeed. I want to do a show from there. If they're listening, um, get us down. Oh, we'll, that would we'll, be so we'll take, awesome. We'll, we'll help the show sink to new depths in every sense of the word by going there. Mm. Anyway, um, yes, there's a place called Bromley Amphitheatre, which is literally yards from where we're sitting in Bromley Library and close to the Churchill Theatre here. And uh, after this meeting, we were giving a little tour of some of the streets of Bromley. And uh, we were taken down there, past the winding path that goes down there. And I slightly ambushed somebody at the meeting and asked about it. You love ambushing people, don't you? That's what bushes are for. Yeah. <laughs> Am ambing them. Ambing them. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it was uh, a nice bush. Yeah. <laughs> well, I couldn't see. It was too dark. Oh, Everyone okay. had their phones on as, as you were out to learn. And here we go. Okay. What on earth am I doing in October... In the cold, in the dark, in the nether regions of Bromley behind Churchill Theatre. Well, actually, I'm standing in one of its best kept secrets by the admission of a bunch of people who are involved in the arts in Bromley. And this is Bromley Amphitheatre. A little known place, but one which uh, Keith of Bromley Little Theatre, who's standing next to me, has had a Midsummer Night's Dream performed in. And is part of plans which are in their infancy at the moment to bring some further life into the centre parts of Bromley. Would anyone else like to chip in on what this is? It is literally uh, a concrete, I, I imagine, it's a bit dark to actually tell, uh, structure uh, with uh, seating in the Roman amphitheatre way, uh, and it's a performance space, and here it is uh, in the middle of a parkway between Chortons and Bromley Town Centre. Uh, how long has it been here? Chris? put you on the spot. Uh, I understand from earlier, from the 1920s. Gracious that, me. That's what I learned earlier. 1922. 1922. There you go, yeah, it is, it's an absolutely stunning environment with you know the, the trees enclosing it and it'd be great if it was used uh, more often. I think that's what we all want to do, to work together to, to bring it to life again. And it's also part of a rather interesting pathway as well, which we've just been going down with all the uh, phones lit up so we could actually find our way. Yes, absolutely, and we're just talking now about how we can animate that pathway um, to, to make it a, yeah, a really welcoming um, environment for, for entertainment, hopefully. Well, look out for in future for news of the Bromley Amphitheatre, which is about to stop being a best-kept secret. Thank you. <laughs> right, and thank you for uh, the people that um, let us do that on that occasion. Now, can I share with you something, Z, which I spotted on social media? Go on, if you must. Right, BR7BR5BR1 News. Yes, that is all one tag on Twitter. Could you say that faster? <laughs> BR, BR7BR5BR1 News. Replying to at Bromley Buzz, our Twitter account, uh, they put, Overheard in the cockpit, which is that um, uh, micro pub with florists in Chiselhurst. Mm -hmm. I 
told you about before. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the tweet goes, I always pop in here to use the florist and then have a beer while I wait. Pay for the flowers, have another beer, then another, then leave and forget the flowers. That's what I tell my <laughs> girlfriend anyway. I don't suppose he keeps his girlfriend that person, do they? Didn't you buy some flowers there and forget them? No, I bought them and I very much kept oh, them. Oh, did you? Uh, no, I also got <laughs> an unexpected half pint of beer. <laughs> yeah. um, right, we have with us the latest copy of Life in Orpington magazine. We do, we do, we do, we do. Uh, is there something you'd like to share from there? Well, there's lots of stuff in here that I'd love to share. But, first of all, I'd like to thank Life in Orpington for featuring the Bromley Buzz in there which I think I might have mentioned last one, but I still wanted to mention it again. Um, thank you to Loretta Wright for doing so. It's great um, for, for her to be spreading our buzz. So thank you for that. I'm not sure about m me looking like the person from Pinhead. What is it? From the Beetlejuice? I've got the big body with a little tiny pea head. I've seen more flattering images of you. Yeah. It, it, it Oi, is true. To behave so. yourself. <laughs> right, moving on. Um... There's a section in here that I found. Uh, oh, where's it gone? Where's it gone? I'm flickering through, flickering through. It's all right. I, while, you're, while you look, I'll do a bit of the next section anyway because we've got what's on coming up. So interrupt me when you're ready. But you know 16, I like to. 16, oh, I've got it. Uh, I told you to interrupt me. <laughs> so it's from the health and beauty section. Mm. It says how to be truly happy. Well, happiness means different things to different people so it says here are you seeking true happiness do you want to live a fulfilled life away from being anxious frustrated or angry amelia vogler grounding her uh, grounding expert and energy medicine specialist says that there are some natural ways to create happiness and to maintain a healthy balance in your life while being grounded some of her tips here are her tips for cultivating happiness in everyday life. And she's given four tips here, and I'm not gonna read them all out because we'll be here all afternoon. Mm -hmm. But uh, tip number one is look for beauty. And what she means by that, beauty is everywhere. It is in the way that we choose to be interactive um, and what we, how we open up our eyes. Then tip two is try something new. So we cultivate happiness in new moments. Beautiful, isn't it? Um, so it's about taking time out of your schedule to do things. Tip three, do something nice for someone every every week that doesn't involve money. So doing it from the heart, what really comes naturally and authentic and true. And finally, tip number four, smile and laugh. A smile is infectious. It is the easiest way to bring joy to yourself and others. How beautiful is that? I mean, I completely agree with everything that she's saying because these are the kind of things I um, practice with my clients as well. So, yeah, there you go. Right, well, in which case, I am currently smiling. What I'm about to say isn't for money and it also points to beauty and it's an attempt to make a comeback after the photograph gag, which is saying, <laughs> you have a lovely haircut. Oh, thank you. And it's, and it's new, so that, that's a, a, a haircut buzz. Um, Lovely. And you know what? Can I just mention, just speaking of, mm. if it's the right place to mention it, um, talking about, you know, happiness and all of that and uh, anxious and all that. Just yesterday was a mental health day, World Mental Health Day, the 10th of October. And I just wanted to mention that, um, that, it, you know, it's, it, sh it shouldn't just be on one day. But, you know, yesterday was a day about recognising that um, we all face challenging times at some point And... Um, 
you know, what differences can we make to people's lives? And simple things like that, smiling at people, picking up the phone. Um, yeah, it was, it, you know, and their theme as well was called um, Mental Health Inequality Day. Mm. It's about inequalities. So I just want to leave them with that thought. Well, I'm glad that you mentioned that one because that is, along with Black History Month, one of the mm. uh, several things that are going on uh, around the year which celebrate things that need to be celebrated. Mm. Um, anyway, on to the what's on section now. Uh, so we have 16th of October, the South London Singers Mozart Requiem Come and Sing performance, um, which is in Beckenham. Uh, tickets at southlondonsingers.org.uk box office. Um, 25th of October, uh, that's our buzz actually, because um, Deputy Mayor Councillor Tony Owen is coming on our show. Oh, that's going to be a great buzz. Yeah, that's going to be a very good buzz. I, I hope he dresses up. I'm not sure if the deputy has the full gowns that the mayor does, but we'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah. 4th of November, Beckenham Business Day 2021. Um, for the local businesses there, uh, and you can find out more about that at www.beckenhamtogether.co.uk. And an ongoing thing, uh, which is Love to Beat Radio in Penge. I enjoyed listening uh, to them and to talking to Ed, who runs the station. Uh, mm. It's a commercial station with a very, very strong community side. It's really impressive. They've got 31 DJs or presenters, depending on what you want to call them, and it's on uh, Love to Beat Radio. Dot co dot uk and finally one i just found out this morning uh, the walnut center in orpington redevelopment mm. uh, which is uh, at the pre-planning stage i think consent looking for um, there is a second public consultation about that in orpington and it's on the 21st of october and if it's where it was before it is indeed in the existing walnuts Fabulous. So uh, and that's it and that brings us nicely on to your affirmation it, uh, yes, it does. Uh, just really quickly, hasn't Amazon moved their offices down in Alpenton or something? They've got a distribution centre down yeah. there now. I don't know about offices, offices. That oh, would be something. A distribution centre. Yeah, that's mm. quite cool. Yeah, if they'd like to distribute their headquarters down there, that's fine by me. Hopefully I'll get my Amazons on time. <laughs> <laughs> Are you listening? <laughs> and not get random people's Amazon packages, which I constantly get. Do you really? Yes. Hmm, and I've, right. I've rung them up so many times... And they said, oh, we've sorted it out. You won't be getting any more, but I still keep getting these random packages. And I've got tired of sending them back. Listen, shop local, Zenat. <laughs> local businesses. Yeah. Let's support the local small businesses. There we go. Yeah. Right. Affirmation. Affirmation. So from my book. On Amazon. On Amazon. <laughs> I always forget that. On Amazon. <laughs> oh, God, isn't that? That's perfect, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Which will be delivered to your correct address if you buy it. Anyway, go on. Well, since they've been sending me packages that aren't mine, maybe they could send me my book for free. <laughs> so I don't have to pay for it. Anyway, the affirmation for my book, begin each day with positive affirmations and empowering questions. Today's one is, for every challenge, I know that I have the tools within me. Yes, uh, although as I know only too well, sometimes you need the tools given to you by somebody like yourself as a mindset coach. Yeah. But it's important to remember, I think, that we do have the tools within us when we're struggling mm. and we just need to just stop for a moment and breathe, as Amanda McCarthy says. True. Life coach. Yeah. Life coach, yes. And um, then take action and then rethink things. And, like you said, sometimes it's okay to get a little bit of help from someone. You know one of the worst places to breathe 
uh, as in take the time for it, is when we're doing this podcast. Does it sound like we're heavy breathing? No, no, I, I, I was thinking more that we'd just given up and have packed in the podcast for the day so you could stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> she's not quite broken me, but she's getting there. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, moving anyway, on. Thankfully, while I'm still laughing, uh, the, the next um, buzz of the week is back to you again. Is it back to me? Oh, no yes. heavy breathing then. Okay, here we go. I uh, was really buzzed about being on the uh, Business Bunker Show last Tuesday with Chandra Sharma to talk about the People Skills course that he and I run together. All about language and communication and business, teamwork, imposter syndrome, oh, a whole load of stuff. All about people skills, the importance of it. And we spoke about our business. So that was really nice. Thank you, Paul Andrews and Jules Sergens. And uh, how do people get in touch? Because this is Bromley, South London, more widely. It's actually virtual, this one, isn't it, I think? Zoom? Which one? Your pre- pre- uh, people skills course. Oh no, we're actually doing this one face to face. It's oh, going to be at the uh, Newman Flexible Workspace, or we might do it at their other office, the Devonshire House Workplace, and that will be on the twenty fifth of November. It's a full day course, so really, really excited to be in a room with people. Um, and our website is uh, the People Skills Course. And, yeah, if you want to um, book yourself or your teams on there, it's an amazing, amazing course. It's quite jam-packed. You know all about it because you've been on it yourself. I was on the debut one, yes. Yes, the very first one that we launched. Um, to email at email us at thepeopleskills at gmail.com. And it comes up with things like our old friend imposter syndrome, yes. which... You know, lack of confidence in yourself to do things is one way of mm. looking at it. Doesn't not the you don't deserve to mm. be there, and believe you me, for somebody who started up a podcast who didn't like their own voice and didn't really feel like doing it in the first You've got place. Got now a sexy I sus- voice. I suspect you have <laughs> empowered me to do this, Miss Monday Penny. <laughs> Speaking ah, of imposter uh-huh. syndrome, really quickly, yeah. um, you know, if you want to hear a little bit more about that as well, on my um, show this week or last week, last Friday, show thirty nine, I think it was, or show forty, I shared a whole load of tips about what imposter syndrome is and um, some tips and tools of how to begin to overcome them. So that's on the Mindset Matters show. Yes, on Fridays at 10.30am on Channel Mm. Radio, which brings us on to a bit of a joint buzz, actually. Um, You brought this one up first, but that uh, show is recorded in Ashford, Mm -hmm. uh, which you were empowered to go to and from to, literally, because you had petrol. And mm. I got my first petrol in a fortnight uh, this weekend as well. So, <laughs> buzz, petrol, woo! Yay! Whoop, whoop, whoop. And Sarah Marsh-Collins yes. of uh, Babel Monkey. Digital marketing. Digital yeah. marketing. She texted us and went, I've got petrol! In capitals. Capital yeah. letters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the enjoyment of just being able to fill up your tank. Mm. I mean, there were people that I know were filling up their tank with £5, £6. So the tank was already full. Why are they going and filling up £5 more? I've also heard about people who have got petrol or diesel cars and are fueling up with the opposite fuel because they think it might just work and rather no, than kill that their doesn't engines. Work. Uh, check this one out, though. Yeah. People are filling up water bottles and plastic bags with fuel. Good grief. That's a de- Anyway, moving on. Yes, moving on. Uh, right, my buzz, which is not related to petrol particularly, um, but I mentioned Moosh Moneypenny, uh, says he is in his attempted Sean Connery accent just then. <laughs> uh, I went to see, with my family, 
No Time to Die. The new James Bond film at the Odeon Cinema in Orpington. Oh, he's such a the weekend. Now, it had mixed reviews from the family, from, from uh, 4 out of 10 to 8 out of 10. I was the 8. Mm. Uh, I've just been looking forward to it so much. But I will say this one thing about it, apart from the fact that the opening sequence is like a film in itself, and then you get the uh, the whole James Bond thing, and Daniel Craig doing his thing going on. That's <laughs> just great. Just lovely to be there in the cinema. With Dolby 7.1 cinema surround sound at it. That was brilliant. Look out for a character called Paloma. She is awesome. Paloma? Paloma. That's not the singer, Paloma. I don't think Paloma Faith would have been capable of the high kicks that Paloma, the actress, got up to. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Right, and uh, this will be the close of the show shortly. Can I just make? But. But. Yeah. My usual interruption. Can mm-hmm. I just quickly mention yeah. that I was um, in Bromley the other day, and um, my eye caught a shop, and I went in there because there were some lovely dresses, and I thought, oh, I might actually see if there's another dress I could get for a charity ball um, that we're going to on uh, the mayor's charity ball yes. on Saturday the sixteenth. And not that I, you know, I haven't got any. I've got two already, but um, you know, third one, three choices. Anyway, and this, it was a charity store. It was called Ada and Albert. Um, they were absolutely lovely. They got some amazing stuff in there. Absolutely incredible. And I just wanted to say that the lady that was in there was fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. And um, this shop, Ada and Albert, is a charity shop that. Um, where proceedings go to uh, young children, vulnerable children. And this store was opened up by the ex-mayor, Hannah Gray, who is now small business champion. Yes, and who we've had on the show and will do again. Mm. Who's been very supportive to us, so thank her for that. Mm. Well, we can close now. Yeah, thank you. What we're going to do, actually, is kind of say goodbye ourselves, but then lead into a sequence of other interviews, which themselves have an end. Uh, and those interviews are from the Bromley High Street Cultural Activities Day. And so, amongst other people, uh, I spoke there to Adrian, uh, the chairman of Bromley's Arts Society. Um, I spoke to Guinevere, which isn't a name you come across very often, uh, the chair, <laughs> chairperson of the Arts Society of Bromley. Uh, who read out the flyer that they brought with her on the day. Everyone has a different approach to being interviewed, that was hers. And uh, she mentioned an event coming up on the 1st of November, uh, the Underground, as that is London Underground, as Arts Gallery Talk, which they're having on. And uh, I spoke also to the Reverend Agonita Oyewale, who is uh, the... Ooh. Yeah, she's the... Oh, dear me, chaplain. She was a, a chaplain of Bromley, I think, actually. Anyway, she can introduce herself much better than I'm currently managing. But she was a <laughs> lovely person, and uh, her closing remark was, God bless you, and you know, the more blessings we get, the better, I figure. Uh, we also spoke to Myra Kinghorn, the, the chairperson of the Bromley's Arts Trust. You've been a busy bee, haven't you? Oh, yeah, I was really tired at the end of all this. Uh, and Alice from Bromley Little Theatre, who we've already had on the show, but it was just lovely to see them again. Uh, and they're going to be on my Mindset Matters show. Yes, what Alison wonderful Foster thing. and um, Keith uh, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Yep, uh, the coming chairman. up soon. And finally, there was Bromley Civic Society, uh, who do walks and talks in 
uh, Bromley in the town centre, spoke to the Vice-Chairman Peter Martin, and funnily enough, we ended up talking a bit about the Royal Bell, which I had an interview with Gary Hillman on the last show, hmm. and he also talked about H.G. Wells and a shop just up the road from where we were recording in the library, because if you look, um, it's between mm. the library and Primark, there is a shop with uh, no floor on the first floor, and you can see a bunch of tables and chairs dangling down from That's the ceiling right, there. Yes, yes. And that apparently is because it's to do with HG Wells and similar shopkeepers uh, from previously. Anyway, over we go to the interviews from the weekend, and it's goodbye and good buzz from the Bromley Buzz, apart from the interviews. Ta-ra! Bye! Right, here I am in Bromley High Street. Uh, very close to notable places such as Burger King, Clark's Shoe Shop, uh, The Works, Halifax and much more appropriately the Churchill Theatre. Because outside Churchill Theatre on a grassed area, or at least plastic grassed, uh, there is the Bromley High Street Cultural Activities Day and uh, there are some deck chairs with some people in putting their feet up uh, a little marquee thing with lovely balloons and the word hello on top and now I'm going to go and walk around the area I can see behind where there are various people doing things with children and any passing adults in an artistic way and just putting the word out about what they do in Bromley and it's really nice to see it here so here we go Right, the first stall that uh, I've encountered when I came here was the Bromley Art Society Exhibition of Art, which indeed does have some art underneath it. And uh, I'm talking to a, a chap who's been introduced to me as Adrian. Uh, what role do you have in the uh, Bromley Art Society, Adrian? Hello, I'm the chairman of Bromley Art Society, and we do indeed have a few paintings here, but our main interest today is to encourage uh, people to come and join us, and also to help promote this bid for Bromley to become a more culturally aware sort of place. Um, our art society has been running for over 60 years and we have artists uh, of all degrees of experience from complete beginners to professionals and we boast a huge variety of styles and different media and just different enjoyment of different things uh, and I'm very proud of the variety we have. We, we don't turn anyone away uh, and we have a lot of fun. We have exhibitions, we have demonstrations, uh, we have painting sessions together, we have days out outside painting. And uh, where do you actually meet? Um, do you meet in one specific place or in more other places across Bromley? Our demonstrations and our studio sessions at the moment are in Ripley in Chislehurst, which is owned by Bromley Arts Trust. Uh, but uh, we, we go anywhere for, for exhibitions. Finding spaces is difficult, but we've been to several churches. We've had a very successful exhibition in the Glades the year before lockdown. And we, we have exhibitions in little small spaces where we can find them. And uh, if I may ask on behalf of my cheekier listeners, do you have any... Um, I forgot what life art classes. That's the one. Oh, we we, we do. Uh, um, we we have several people interested in, in uh, uh, traditional life forms, uh, which are about the nude. If you if, if that's your degree of cheekiness. That was. Uh, yes, and in fact, um, there's there are some on the stand over there by one of our very accomplished artists. Uh, uh, we encourage all the art groups, and we have members who, who who join, set up a class, and then leave to to spin it off on their own. Uh, uh, we're interested in all of the arts. 
Well, what I see before me is uh, art as in painting. Does it extend to sculpture and other forms? Yes, we have uh, ceramicists, we have uh, embroiderers, we have potters from time to time. Uh, we had some inquiries today from somebody interested in caustic painting, which is wax. And I think we've only got painting here, but we do drawing as well. Uh, sculpture, pottery, whatever. We um, more or less the only thing we don't do is photography, for which there's a separate society. Well, I've already seen, although it's not yours, the messiest stand here today, which is a, uh, a plant-filling or pot-filling stand and uh, also some pot painting going on. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of little children enjoying that enormously. Uh, what would you say is the youngest and the oldest age range of your membership? Uh, we've had children as young as nine in the past, uh, and the oldest must be in the 90s, I should think. Uh, it varies from time to time. We, we, when we have exhibitions, we sometimes put artist materials out for children, and one of my favourite was when the children were lying on their tummies drawing in front of our own artwork. And uh, how do people um, find out about you and get in touch uh, with a view to sampling or joining? So we have a website which is bromleyartsociety.org.uk and we have most of uh, the social media platforms covered so we should be easy to find. Well, I'd like to speak now to the gentleman who was the first person handing out leaflets. What are your leaflets um, being handed out for and what's your name? Hi, I'm David. Um, I'm a part of the group called the South London Singers. So we are a four-part classical choir um, and we meet in Beckenham on Monday evenings. So we've got a concert next Saturday. Uh, what does four part mean, by the way? Uh, so, um, basically, en any voice is split into soprano, alto, tenor or bass, depending on how high or high lo how low you can sing. So, um, basically, choristers um, fall into one of those four parts, and each of those four parts sings a different line of music. And who could actually uh, come and try out for yourselves or listen to you? Pretty much anybody. Um, we're, we're open to everybody um, in terms of what we can do. So, obviously, it helps... If you've had some experience in choral music before, um, but we're, we're very open to anybody who's interested in, in, in joining us and in playing our classical music. Lovely. And how do people find out about you? Uh, so our website is southlondonsingers.org.uk, so you, you can find email address, contact details and a phone number on there if you'd like to come and join or to come and try us out. Right, and now I'm uh, here with somebody who's literally suffering for their art. Uh, and has just sat down on one of the padded green chairs in the heart of Bromley at the moment. Uh, and you've been standing handing out flyers, haven't you? Uh, Guinevere. My name is Guinevere Foley. Mm. I'm the chair of the Art Society of Bromley. Do you enjoy arts in their broadest sense and want to broaden your knowledge? Do you think you would like to know more but are not sure where to start? The Art Society Bromley is the place of discovery. Monthly illustrated lectures by highly qualified experts on a wide range of art topics. On the 1st of November, the London Underground as an art gallery. We meet at Ravensbourne School, Hayes Lane, Bromley, on the first Monday of the month at 7.45pm. Why don't you come along and meet us? Thank you, and uh, that's uh, clearly your flyer for the day. Uh, can you tell me, I, I see on there as well, that there's a couple of other topics coming up mentioned. Do you want to uh, tell me one or two that might be ones that you're looking forward to? We're looking forward to looted art, the power of jewellery, and gold for the summer season in December. Gold in all its manifestations in art. Mm. Thank you. Right, well, we look... 
I hope that the listeners uh, enjoy this and uh, you've got the um, website address there too. If you, yes, find out more by going to theartsocietybromley.org.uk Hello, my name is Myra Kinghorn. I'm the chairman of the Bromley Arts Trust, which has recently taken over uh, from the former Bromley Arts Council, which started life in 1965. And, um, and, and of course, all our activities have been closed off during the COVID crisis. And now we're starting to merge again in the art scene. And I think the message that I would give to people is that there's an awful lot going on here in the Bromley Arts field and um, we need to give people access to it. And we're very happy to do that. And um, what we'd like to do is to encourage you to contact us at the Bromley Arts Trust uh, website um, so we can update all our records and make sure we're up to date. And that is www.bromleyarts.com. And, um, and I've got, I'm working with a couple of affiliates here. Um, one is the South London Singers who are running a concert next week. And it's a come and sing day um, to give people a chance to experience what it feels like to practice and attend a concert next week at the Bromley, uh, the Beckenham, sorry, the Beckenham Methodist Church, uh, where this come and sing day is, is, is actually going to be finalised. Well, that, that actually will probably be on the day this podcast is released. Well, you'll, be, you'll be pleased to know we've actually spoken to the gentleman who's handing out their flyers excellent. earlier. Excellent, that's marvellous. And what's the other um, And then the other one is the, the Workers' Educational Association, which is a nationwide organisation, but we're dealing with the Bromley Central branch, and we've got quite a few courses. Where they've been online you know, for the last year, but now we want face-to-face um, courses. And so we've got courses in local history. Uh, we're dealing with castles locally at the moment. Uh, we're dealing with um, um, uh, art appreciation, music appreciation, and we've got a new one starting very shortly at the Bromley Methodist Church in the Wesley Room, which is about American literature. So I'd encourage you all to look at our websites. No, one other final thing, I know also that to have a hand in more than uh, Ripley Arts Centre. Yes, well, the, the, the Bromley Arts Trust is actually um, based, it, 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 its building is the Ripley Arts Centre, which is 24 Sundridge Avenue, which is just not far from the, um, the bus stop, the 162 at Plaistow Lane. <laughs> yes, and it has uh, various events and things yes, that people I mean, can go to there. Exactly. So quite a lot of people are running uh, arts-related courses there, and that's all on the website. Couldn't resist a quick interview <laughs> with uh, Alice from the Bromley Little Theatre, uh, who were the first people to actually have an episode devoted to themselves. Yes, we with, were. Yeah, you, know, you and Keith, the chair of trustees. Yes, yes. Well, you've been off acting um, again, I imagine. Well, I, I was in the show that was in in September, um, but yesterday we've got we opened our next show, which is Living Together, and that's until Saturday. Uh, so I was on the bar helping out and doing all of the usual po- 
pint pulling and all of that fun stuff that we need for our shows. Well, that's one of the most vital parts of the theatre. It absolutely is. I 100% agree. We have referred to this before, the cheap bar. The cheapest bar in Bromley, thank you very much. <laughs> yes, we've added shows thrown in. Absolutely. What's the one after the one that's uh, closing soon? So we've got Alice Always, and that's going to be our November show, and that's going to be an amateur premiere, never seen before on a non-professional stage, and for only £14 a ticket instead of, you know... 30 or 40 pounds that you paid in the bridge how can you say no uh, probably not at all i i agree i agree yeah. darren <laughs> and you've still got it's a wonderful life at christmas it's a wonderful life absolutely and that is already starting to sell so if you are interested in getting tickets you need to move on that that will sell out uh, yeah okay in that case i will do because that's a family outing that one. yeah absolutely going to be perfect for all the family young and old everyone can get involved with that one and uh, how are the auditions? Um, are they coming up or are we already do. going? We do. We have some auditions this Sunday, which would be tomorrow. Um, too late for this one. Too, too late for this, for this one. Too, actually, indeed, yeah. but we will have some next month. Uh, so tomorrow's auditions are for Shakespeare in Love, which is our 2022 show, and Hobson's Choice, which is another 2022 show. Uh, I'm not sure what next month's auditions are, but again, that sort of details are all on the website for those. One question I didn't ask before. Mm -hmm. uh, do you take interest from people in doing stuff behind the scenes there? Absolutely. If we can get the more people we can get backstage, the better. But as well as backstage, we also need people on our publicity teams, on our marketing, on our charity fundraising, on general upkeep of the building. So if you are a budding marketeer or a retired financier or anyone that has a professional skill, we can use that as well. That's the stuff we're really short of and that's what we really need. Wow. Well, thank you for doing your bit for the outreach of the theatre today. Of course, not a problem. Okay. Cheers, Darren. Well, I've just bumped into a day glow jacket with the words <laughs> Chaplin on it and a very nice lady who started talking to me. Uh, who are you and who are you from? So, my name's Agnita and I'm the Bromley Town Centre Chaplin. Agnita? That Agnita. sounds very much like someone in Abba. Ah, it's spelt differently and it actually comes from the West Indies, from Dominica, I believe. Uh, okay. It was my grandmother's name. Tell me about Churches Together. Okay, so Churches Together, there's actually a Churches Together in England and um, it's got, they've got six presidents and uh, yes, so I'm part of Churches Together in Central Bromley. So many of the churches in Bromley, not quite all of them, come together, I think there's about 17 at the moment, that come together and they um, have asked me to represent them and be, uh, if you like, the face of them to the town centre, to the businesses, to the offices, to people in Bromley and I have a chaplaincy team and um, we seek to show people's God's love, provide a listening ear service and um, you know help people if they've got problems with their employment and just be uh, you know I suppose God's face um, in Bromley, central Bromley particularly. Well, I know that the churches do an awful lot of good things and, and one of them that I've come across I think is um, people who go out late at night and uh, help people who are, are drunk, isolated or, or whatever it is. That's right, they're called street pastors and they're mm. from many different churches and they do go out at different times late at night and help the um, people that come to Bromley for a good time uh, at night and they've helped many, uh, someone that's had too much to drink or maybe someone that's been under substance abuse help them get home or just make sure they're safe so they they go out i sometimes go out late at night as well um but it's uh, an interesting experience so how do people um find out more about what churches together do or their local church for that matter well if you google um 
churches together in central Bromley or the Bromley Town Centre chaplaincy, mm -hmm. you will get to one of our web pages. So the Bromley Town Centre chaplaincy will bring you up with a web page and uh, churches together in central Bromley should bring you up with another one. Okay. And what sort of things are people asking you that you've been bumping into today? Well, some people ask, um, you know, can you help me get here? Can you help me get there? Because I'm wearing a bright yellow high-vis jacket. Uh, other people say, oh, what's a chaplain? And some people say, why are you here? And sometimes I have a conversation and, uh, you know, they, are, they say to me um, that they've lost a loved one, particularly over COVID times, they want to chat or they want me to pray for them. It, it, all sorts of different people asking all sorts of different questions. And I just want to be helpful to them. And uh, often we've got members of the team that come out and people talk to them as well. And we just want to let people know that God loves them and that he's there for them and he's on their side. And no matter what their past might have been, he wants to be involved in their future. In that case, I'll invite you to a further podcast in due course because we have started to do some of the time thought for the day. And oh, okay. we had uh, the uh, Reverend Andy Coyne from the United Reformed Church in St Mary Cray make his debut on that one not long ago. Oh, that's so, great. Anyway, it's been lovely to meet you. Thank you. Lovely to meet you too. Well, I'm now with the person who's winning the Best Dressed Individual Award <laughs> today. Uh, and uh, you're from... Uh, Brom the, Brom the Bromley Civic Society which is a, a group of uh, volunteers that are just interested in Bromley Town Centre and want to get everybody more aware of the heritage and, and benefits of the town centre, as well as being aware of what developments are being proposed in the future. So we, we do a, a series of walks and talks through the year. Well, we, we had been doing that before the pandemic and since then we've been doing videos, but uh, hopefully we'll get back into doing the walks and talks. And, uh, but we're also, at the moment, really tied up in a campaign against a big development in Bromley called the Churchill Quarter. Okay. And uh, you're the vice-chair, what was your name? I'm vice-chairman, my name is Peter Martin. Mm -hmm. And uh, the chairman is uh, Tony Banfield, and uh, he has been uh, involved with the Civic Society for many, many years, and is in fact a founder member. And uh, yes, there's an awful lot of heritage around here. We, we did an interview uh, not long ago at the Royal Bell with uh, Gary Hillman, who's been working oh, right. on that. Yes. Uh, and he pointed out the Jane Austen plaque that I didn't even know was there. Oh, yes. Well, I've, ju I've just done a, I've just done a guided walk that uh, uh, takes us out in front of the Royal Bell and I, I tell the whole story about the Royal Bell. It's not just Jane Austen, you know, but we do the quote, the, the quote from Lady Catherine de Burgh. Oh, if you know the bell, mention my name and they'll change the horses for you. What's your, give me a favorite bit of Bromley heritage that you particularly like pointing out to people. <laughs> If it's not that, it's a, a, there's a little thing just up the road where there's a shop, an empty shop, with tables and chairs hanging from the ceiling. Oh, yes, I've seen it. And uh, people wonder what that is. And obviously, a floor has been taken out, but it shows that building dates from Victorian times, and it shows how Victorian Bromley operated in those days with a shop 
and the shopkeeper lived over the shop and he had his family, he raised his family um, above the shop and that's just what H.G. Wells was. His father was a shopkeeper, he sold china and glassware a bit further up the high street. He was also a cricketer, so he sold cricketing goods and H.G. Uh, Wells was born in the room above that particular shop and uh, they spent most of their life, most of their time in the basement underneath the shop where the kitchen was and he talks about seeing the shadows of uh, people walking along the high street over the grate which he could see through a grate in the high street and those grates well there's a, a modern version of those grates which are still there today well there are elements in the war of the worlds where the tripods are walking overhead and people are in their basements uh, cowering from them you know i'd you never know, thought of that that's a very good uh, analogy i shall work that into my walks in future thank you <laughs> i'm glad to have inspired the civic society yeah. of bromley uh, how do people find out about you uh, we have a website BromleyCivicSociety.co.uk, all one word, and uh, uh, we can you can join um, the mailing list, uh, and you can join you can join up. It's only ten pounds for a household for a year, and uh, but if you're on the mailing list, you can hear about all the walks and talks and uh, all the events that go on.